Simply Abundant Intuitive Hour, The Journey of Attachment, a special series that takes a deep dive into the topic of insecure attachment and why you can't let go. Here's Tracy Crossley. Howdy. How are y'all doing today? All right. We're here at podcast number 285, and it's a journey of attachment, right? And this is a funny title because it's mind reading. Is that a hobby of yours? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right? How often do you do that? Probably on a daily basis. Many people that are in attached relationships think they're mind readers. I used to think I was one. I used to think I was one all the time. I'm not kidding you. (laughs) I seriously thought I know exactly what someone's thinking. And, And it actually didn't always have to do with, let's say, something along the lines of my attached relationship or anything intimate. It was in anything. I think I just spent time mind reading. That was just my hobby. But it really wasn't a hobby, obviously. Anyways, so people that are in attached relationships, though, thinking that they're mind readers, right? It's like you're constantly thinking you know what your partner is thinking or what they're going to do or what they're going to say. And you do all of this because you're so afraid of loss, right? You're trying to preempt it. You're trying to read their mind so you know how to act so they don't leave or they get closer or they do something that indicates that nothing is wrong, right? So it keeps you in a constant state of reaction, which is totally outside of your body, but you keep trying to do this and you might even feel a lot of shame around it because you're acting in ways that you don't like, right? But you're trying to stay one step ahead. You don't know how to get out of that. It's a pattern and it can feel like you're stuck in like the circle of how you're acting and what you're doing. So the deal is mind reading obviously goes hand in hand with assuming because you're reading someone's mind you think and then you're assuming all sorts of shit and then you're not openly communicating about anything because that's how it works. Not openly communicating about things means you're guessing, you're assuming, always. You're looking at the other person because people who actually communicate things You're not sitting there thinking, I wonder what he's thinking. I never think that in my relationship. I never focus on him and go, fuck, I wonder what he's thinking. If I have a question about anything, I ask. And he's pretty verbal about whatever is going on. And if he's not verbal, I can ask him, hey, you know, what's going on? What are you thinking? Or what are you feeling? Or whatever. Works a lot better, folks, okay? Mind reading so you know how to act is going to sabotage the relationship anyway. There's no fucking way that's going to work as anything, okay? Anything. You think it might keep you in this place of, I guess, being in, I'm trying to think of what I call it, an unsafe attached relationship. It's not like you're in a healthy place, right? But it, it doesn't help you. It really doesn't. So let's say I'm going to give you an example. You're in an attached relationship and you feel the other person's pulling away. So you don't know if you're imagining it or not. And so you spend all your time trying to figure out what your partner is thinking or feeling. And you're afraid to ask, of course, because you don't want them to say, hey, I'm out of here, right? But you'll talk to your friends and you're going to discuss every little scenario and you're going to discuss 
every little thing they're saying or doing so you get their feedback and they tell you, well, this is what I think he's doing or she's doing, right? Ever had those conversations? I have. Oh my God, I used to have those all the fucking time. So anyways, your behavior then with your partner is based on what you think they're thinking. And, it, and then if you're getting feedback from other people, then you might even act in ways that is totally inauthentic because you're going off of what they were saying, what they think the story is. So when you sit down to talk, right? Because let's say that this person, let's, let's say, let's back up a little bit. Let's just say that this person, by the way, is doing these things or you think they're doing these things to get away from you. Like you feel like they're pulling away, right? And so then, you know, all this other bullshit aside, let's say that they, they just come out of the blue and they go, Hey, you know what? They want to talk. And you hear that and you feel your whole body go numb, right? Your stomach drops. You feel like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. Like you're just convinced they're going to break up with you because they want to talk to you. So when you sit down and start to talk and what you try to do is you try to steer the conversation, right? You start talking and saying how wonderful they are in an effort to control it so that they don't break up with you, right? Because that's what you're believing because of your own bullshit that you think you can read their mind. So let's say instead they say they have an STD or something, right? Totally unrelated to what you thought. And it turns out you were wrong. You might've been wrong about every little bit of what you were sensing. And so maybe you feel a sense of release because I'm sorry, release. Yes. Release. I was going to say it's a release or a relief because they didn't break up with you, but you still act as if you can read their mind. And so you still stay stuck in that pattern. You just think, oh, good. I got out of that one this time. Oh, it's only an STD. Well, okay. I can deal with that. Literally, whatever it is, they could tell you they have cancer. I mean, oh, phew. They're not breaking up with me, but, but it's the point of, and I'm being a little extreme here, but it's the point of how much of this you keep doing and you're actually fucking yourself. You're putting yourself through this whole emotional drama inside of yourself for no reason. All right. Call to action. Get some paper and a pen, pencil, whatever you write with crayon, watercolors, Stop reacting based on what you believe other people are thinking. You're not in their head. You don't live in anybody else's head, guys, okay? You cannot tinker around in there and get them to do whatever it is you think they need to do. All right. So I have a client, as in several clients, in attached relationships. And as usual, this is a combination of, of a few of them. Because it's pretty easy because I, you know, on the one hand, it's good, obviously, that there are similarities. So here's the deal. In this story, the guy says he can't commit to my client. He said he loves my client, but there are things he doesn't like about her. So now they're friends and I have air quotes going because he wants to stay in touch, whatever the fuck it is he wants. Who knows what it is he wants? He wants to keep the door open. You know, maybe he wants to be able to do friends with benefits at some point. It really doesn't matter. So here's the deal though. She's constantly trying to read his mind, wondering what he's doing or not doing and what he wants or doesn't want because all she knows is he doesn't want to be with her. He doesn't really like her very much, but he likes her enough to be her friend, which is fucked up anyways, right? But she does this because 
she's not asking the questions, she's not taking care of herself, so on and so forth. I mean, I don't need to get into all of that. But anyway, so she's doing all this ESP mind work because they don't talk very often. And so she'll be going, I haven't heard from him in a few days. And so she starts creating stories about what she thinks he might be thinking. And of course, none of this is based in reality whatsoever. So she always finds this out though, that her stories totally aren't true because when she actually talks to him, he's not doing anything that she thought he was doing the whole time. Like literally she has no fucking clue, but she continues to be a slave to this mind reading because she's tied into not losing him even though she's not getting anything from him. It's just the absolute idea of him being gone from her life freaks her out. So she's always trying to manipulate based on what she believes he's thinking. And even though she's never right, she keeps doing it. Can you relate to this? I mean, seriously, I used to do this kind of crap, so I know what it's like. And it is a pattern that speaks to how much you don't take care of yourself. So what's the happy ending to this? Well, it's a happy ending in process because she's starting to realize she's been doing this. She's been working with me. So now she's starting to stay in reality more, which is hugely disappointing to her. She doesn't like the reality. Reality means she has to look at herself and how she sacrificed and minimized and devalued herself. And that's not easy. And she has to look at the reality of what this dude is actually showing up as. So what's that call to action again? Here we go. Stop reacting based on what you believe other people are thinking. You're not in their head. You're not in their head. You're never going to be in their head. You're not moving in like it's your own personal apartment and living in someone else's head and controlling what they do or say. Okay. Okay. So why is this important? Well, healthy relationships don't involve mind reading. That's for fucking sure. What a waste of time. Yes, you will get to that point. I promise you. So in a healthy relationship, you're not waiting for someone to tell you you're okay. You're just not. I do not sit around waiting for validation from my partner. It just, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I mean, he validates me all the time if I want to look at it that way. He's always telling me I'm great, wonderful, all sorts of beautiful things. But I don't soak it in and go, oh, thank God I'm okay. Because sometimes I don't feel like I'm okay and I have to deal with that. And when I feel like I'm okay, I'm dealing with that. It's up to me, just like it's up to you. Because mind reading is really about the validation because you have zero sense of who you are. You're needing validation from that person. You're needing validation in that situation. So you're working so hard behind the scenes. It's the same thing when people call psychics and they want to know, okay, well, this is the questions I have about my relationship. And then they have these questions and they're wanting someone to say, it's okay. Everything's okay. Without you having to ask the other person. And then you start acting from this place of what a psychic tells you, right? So it's the same shit. You're trying to mind read, stop. And of course, I know, I know what you're thinking. Maybe not all of you, but some of you. Some of you are going, yeah, but we're soulmates and we're so in sync that I know what he or she is thinking. Yeah, I used to do that too. And you think that's what makes you strong as a couple, even though you rarely see this person, or maybe they're dating other people, or maybe they're just completely checked out, or like my client, they will not commit to you, right? But you're soulmates. I know this garbage. I, I used to write for Elephant Journal, by the way, and I wrote a lot of things about this whole soulmate thing. You should check them out if you want. I also wrote stuff on Huffington Post about this kind of stuff as well. Um, some of it when I was in it, 
by the way. So this is bullshit you're telling yourself. Because if you're spending all your time reacting to what you believe someone else is thinking, you're not in charge of your own emotions. You're constantly in a state of reaction. So that, that means your emotions are in a state of reaction all the time to what you're having ESP about. And that state of reaction can keep you in anxiety. And you're never going to figure it out if you stay in a place of wanting from a place of thinking you know what the fuck is going on when you don't. You don't even know what you want when you're in that place. I promise you. All right, let me give you the tips. We've got six of them. Here we go. Number one, ask your partner what's going on. You'll have a lot of fear, but you need to get out of the habit of investing in someone else's thoughts and invest in your own, especially when you don't know what the fuck their thoughts are. Okay? This takes a lot of courage, number one does, right? But you want to do it because you want to set yourself free. You don't want to be stuck in this fucking mind fuck, okay? You just don't. Number two, then ask yourself what you really want, okay? If it's your partner, go deeper. Why, in capital letters, why do you want to work so hard to be in a relationship with someone where you feel the need to read their mind? It says a lot about the lack of communication in that relationship, the lack of honest communication, I should say. Not blame but honest communication, okay? So, number three, once you figure out what you want, if that includes a healthy relationship, look at where you're not in a healthy relationship with yourself. Just look at it, okay? Looky, looky, looky. <laughs> Four, ask what you can't accept about yourself. What is so horrible? I mean, seriously, it's like a deep, dark gray place. I, that's what I feel like, like that fatal flaw, that thing that we can't accept. It's like we never really ever find it, you know? It's like, where in the hell is that in me? But it, it exists because that's how you feel, right? You're having a reaction to some kind of negative, horrible belief you have. When you find the feeling of it, even if it doesn't have a name, sit with what it is. This is number five, sit with what it is and take one thing and sit with the feeling. What does it feel like? What is the feeling telling you is any of it true and be honest with yourself you might feel like it's true and it's okay if it is but you don't want to lie to yourself about it that's a big one because the more truthful you are with you the easier it is to show up and ask questions and stop mind reading number six ask the feeling what can i do to change myself in other words, it's not that you're changing you into another person, but it's changing that behavior. And if you ask the feeling, you can actually change it. All right, let me recap. Mind reading is a form of assuming. It's manipulative because you're doing it to preempt loss or control an outcome. Instead of trying to figure out what someone else is thinking, ask them. Then bring the focus back to yourself to find out why and what you don't accept in yourself. Call to action again. Stop reacting based on what you believe other people are thinking. You're not in their head. Universal right. You have the right to read other people's minds. Yep, you do. Or you can break the pattern by asking yourself what you're lacking that makes you look externally for someone to make you feel acceptable. Two related podcasts. One is elusive desire for safety in an insecure relationship. And the other one is 
how overthinking works against you in your love life. All right, if you have a question, by the way, I do want to hear them. Please send them to me. I'm going to answer them on my Facebook Live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, noon Eastern Time. If you can't make it live, you can always find it on my coaching page and listen to it later. Uh, my Facebook coaching page is facebook.com slash transformational coach. I thought it was transformative coach. Alrighty, I don't even know. <laughs> You'll find me on Facebook. Anyways, if you want e- you know, weekly email reminders, go ahead and sign up. You know, I'm talking about reminders for the podcast, by the way. Just sign up on my website, tracycrossley.com slash podcast. And of course, I highly recommend joining my mail list because it's the kind of email list I'd want to belong to. Why? Because I don't fill it up with a bunch of shit. You're not going to get stuff from me all the time. You're just not. Because I know even ones I like, I don't need a bunch of crap in my email box. But I try to make it fun. We just did that whole surrender thing. Um, If you're on my mailing list, you know what I'm talking about. And it was cool. And of course, I have a product out now, which I'm totally fucking excited about because it's amazing. I I just can't even tell you. It was like shooting it. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so cool. And then of course, afterwards it was cool because when I originally shot it, it was a piece of shit. And so we had to reshoot it, which was a whole ordeal because I didn't want to put anything crappy out there. I wanted to put something out there that people could actually use and transform with. So anyway, enough about that. I'm going to go. And I want you to remember, empowerment is always about choosing you, okay? Always, always, always. And it is always taking energy that you would be putting into trying to control other people back in yourself that empowers you. Anyways, folks, have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Questions about today's show? Reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating for the show so it can be heard by more people. For all things Tracy, check out tracycrossley.com.